October, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Well, hello again. Welcome. Glad you are here. Fun show planned for tonight. Why don't you get involved? 855-616-1620. It's the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. When you call in, you'll be talking to Tommy, also pulling double duty today. Uh, the Knights crew, I'll just blow our own, I'll toot our own horn, Tommy, the hardest working crew at the station. H- hardest you working mornings. today, at least. Today, yeah. Yeah, yeah normally we don't do much. But uh, yeah, today we can claim that crown. But then, then again... We're going to be talking to a man who also worked all morning, too. So you did the morning show today, and uh, I'm yes. sure that went well with all the crazy weather stuff that was happening. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was obviously, um, you know, when you have these snowfalls that whenever it just they just pop up, right? They're, they're kind of yeah. new and fresh. We haven't really had a lot of snow, I think, so far this year. I know it snowed early in... Like October, and not a, not a for major a one where they're saying this is round right. one of a two round storm and it's going to be crazy. You always get the, the the traffic always just is crazy on this type of day every year. I mean, it's, this first snowfall, people are going way too fast, and the weather is you know it's uh, overlooked a little bit at first. Oh, I can do this, right? And then no, you just can't. You, can't. you just can't. You so can't. we had people going out of their car on the highway. People couldn't get up places. I mean, yeah, this was uh, – there was a lot, but it made it go quick. And hopefully that's yeah. a lot better tomorrow. Oh, oh no, it's not going to be uh, – no, please. It's going to get – it's getting worse as the night goes on. I like to if think of it to- as the day where everyone thinks – that people are bad drivers in the snow, but it's the day I remember that everyone's a bad driver. Always. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. always. There's, there's no good drivers. <laughs> no good drivers. No good drivers at all. Uh, all right, here's the text question of the night. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to answers to that in a little bit, but here it is. Did your kids have a snow day today or an e-learning day, and how did it go? 855-616-1620. Did your kids have a snow day or an e-learning day today, and how did it go? All right, Tommy, hit the theme. Let's do it. Big game on Sunday. It's time for Tundra Talk on WTMJ Nights. Here's your host, Brian Newton with Brandon Snide. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sirree. Brandon predicted last week that we would be talking again. And here we are. Brandon Snide joins us weekly, a playoff edition of Tundra Talk. You hear Brandon every morning on uh, WTMJ's Morning News. You hear him throughout the day doing sports, and you hear him here. Uh, Brandon, congratulations on the prediction. You were right. Can we address this before we get into the game? Tommy has relinquished his crown as the mush. That's that's what I'm most excited. That's one of the most exciting things about that game, Brian. I, I was happy that we were able to put that to rest because you know I love Tommy. I got to work with him this morning, and he was the uh, the first face I saw this morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was nice, and he'll be one of the last voices I talk to because I'm hibernating in my house tonight. Although I'm in Caledonia, and we have no snow at all. Really? So we have nothing. It's coming. So, yes, I mean, this was fine. good I news. A, I have a 15-year-old who can shovel. 
<laughs> that's well there right you go now that's we got nothing yeah that's yeah. the key get those kids out make them earn their keep but they had no school today so they got plenty of energy plenty of sleep and uh they can get to work tomorrow then that's perfect that's perfect all right this is now i know you you mentioned this last week we've talked about it the last few weeks at the beginning of the season would you have ever imagined that the packers would be in this position now no, simply no. And and for a few reasons, to be honest with you, Brian, number one, I, I didn't think they'd be in the playoffs at all. Right. Uh, number two, I did not think as much as I love him and pun intended and, and was rooting for him, I did not think that Jordan Love would finish number two in the entire league in touchdown passes in his first year starting and go for over 4,000 yards. Again, something that no Bears quarterback ever did. I just, I always love saying that. That's a great out point. Loud. Great point. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I didn't. You know, it, 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 and even throughout the course of the year, I mean, you and I had talked about it in October. Yeah. Man, I mean, in the back of your head, you know, you're seeing them struggle to, to make first downs. I mean, I forgot what game it was. It might have been that Minnesota game. They didn't have a first down, it was almost halftime. And they didn't yeah. have a first down. I think there was I think that was the Detroit that, game, too. They had a terrible Detroit game when we were up there. Yeah, they were down 24-3 at half. So it's like, and, and, and you know, when they traded away Brett, or excuse Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Wow, you're, you're, you're going back, Brett. That's, yeah, I am going back. Uh, that ages me a little bit. Uh, when they traded away Rodgers in April, your expectations were like, all right, the young team, let's hit the restart button. Mason Crosby's gone. Aaron Rodgers gone. It's a brand new era. All those guys from the, you know, the mid two thousands, they're gone. It's a new era. Let's just have fun. Let's enjoy the season. I remember telling my mom throughout the season because I watch almost every game with my parents, and I said, you know, it's kind of nice to just enjoy a Packer game, not have to stress about every living off of every play and every throw right. and every down. And on Sunday night, I was sitting on my knees and, and praying that they could get a third down stop against the Bears. So the tide, the tide shifted. Uh, throughout the course of the year, and, and kudos to Matt Lafleur because man, that's that's a heck of a job. The youngest roster in the NFL, the youngest roster to make the playoffs. Jordan Love should have been a Pro Bowler. Um, they, uh, with a defense that's been as suspect as we all know, to right. get you into the position to your, you know, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, they're in the wild card round. They're seven point underdogs. They're also only three wins away from a Super Bowl. Like when you say that out loud, it's like. Wow, I yeah. couldn't imagine this in, in in October. I just couldn't. No, and the evolution of Jordan Love from the beginning of the season where, yeah, obviously he was under the microscope, but mm-hmm. he seems to have really loosened up, and some of the throws he made Sunday were unbelievable throws. You know, splitting the, uh, <laughs> the defenders for the touchdown pass and just unload. He seems, he seems like he's gotten much more relaxed, much more comfortable. And that's kind of what uh, one of the one of the things they're focusing on for this week, even though Dallas is Dallas is at I think they lead the league in interceptions, don't they? They've got like mm-hmm. 17 or something. Um but they're, they're at Matt the, LaFleur top. the Bears is, were the Bears were up there. Yep. Yeah. And um so Matt LaFleur wants wants him to just keep playing relaxed and not not worry about interceptions, play with the rhythm that he's played for the last three or four weeks. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what you're seeing. You're seeing a guy that, look, from a talent perspective, Jordan Love has every tool you know, in the tool shed that you would need 
to be a successful quarterback. He's tall, he's fast, he's got a strong arm. You know, the thing that was a knock on Jordan Love was just the small things were like his mechanics, you know, throwing off his back foot, you know, not setting his feet, not having his feet under him when he makes the throws. All of that got cleaned up throughout the course of the years. There's still a little bit there, sure, but I think every quarterback will tell you that that, that they need to work on their footwork. So, you know, credit sure. to Packers quarterback coach Tom Clements, who, you know, put on a clinic for Jordan Love this uh, this season. But he's a guy where I think this is what Brian Gutenkins envisioned, Brian. I mean, it really was. I mean, when he selected him in 2020, it was the most highly – you know, criticized pick. It's still criticized. I think. I think it's slowly going away now. Yeah. But I mean, prior to prior to this season, people were still. It was in the discussion. We're like, is this the worst pick we've ever seen? And, and clearly, it's not. But this is what Gutenkiss en- envisioned, and you got to give him a lot of credit because he had the onions to tell Aaron Rodgers to to take a hike. He had the, you know the onions to make the draft pick in 2020 and and allow Jordan Love to, you know, just kind of, you know, wait out his turn and, and develop, and, and, and it's paying off. I mean, when they beat the, the Chicago Bears, the, one of the first persons to, to greet him into the locker room was Brian Gutekind, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a guy that believes in him, and you're starting to see it. We mentioned it last week. You're just see, starting to see a team that believes in their quarterback. Kenny Clark went out of his way to mention it. Rashawn Gary has mentioned it. Aaron Jones just mentioned it today. He was on a show, uh, Hey K Adams this morning. And he said, you know, the, the, the kid has it. Like he has everything you need to have to be a, a really good quarterback in this league. And, and I could sit here and give you all the numbers and, and tell you why, but Jordan loves, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the national football league this year. And, and that's not debatable. And he's also a guy who will help push somebody out of a snowbank today. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently that yeah, that yeah, was the, that was that's the, be a, uh, quite the experience for that young lady. I mean, that's amazing. It was a terrific picture, and I like you know he was branded well. He had on his uh, he had on his Packers sweatshirt. <laughs> Brandon Snide is here. It is the playoff edition of Tundra Talk. Let's take a quick break, then we'll come back and let's focus in on what the Packers need to do on uh, Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. It's WTMJ Nights. My goodness, it is a playoff edition of Tundra Talk. Brandon Snide joins us as he has all season, which has been, this has been a treat having you with us all season, Brandon. Hopefully we get a few more weeks out of it. I'm not going to jinx anything, but we'll see. You made a bold (laughs) prediction last week. All right, we talked about Jordan Love having to continue playing the way he's been playing. He he seems to be playing loose. Mm-hmm. He's making the throws. He's He's got the confidence of his receivers. Um, one of those uh, receivers, Christian Watson, is questionable for the game on Sunday. So is uh, Jair Alexander. What's... Uh, now, this I found I found interesting. I was reading something today that said Matt LaFleur admitted to a little gamesmanship with Watson's status last week against the Bears, but this one he's saying, no, this this is legit. We don't know. What's what's the latest on those guys? Yeah, so Watson last week uh, had kind of a funky week of, of practicing. He practiced Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, he did not practice on Friday leading up to the Bears game. Uh, they said that was a planned rest day. He, would, he did participate Saturday. If it's a Sunday game, they do a, a, a very light jog through, um, and he participated in that. And then come Sunday against the Bears, he obviously did not play. And, and Matt LaFleur mentioned um, that they knew all along he wasn't going to play, but he 
he didn't want to give up uh, anything to the Chicago Bears. Uh, so this week uh, is a true, in his words, he said true game time decision. So those those decisions come down 90 minutes prior to kickoff. So um, okay, whatever, 90, was it 2 o'clock on Sunday, you'll know. Uh, whether or not if he's playing or not. He has practice all week. He has not missed a practice. Yes, Snide, Snide. um, Does Christian Watson, is that not at this point? I know you definitely feel better if he's playing, but mm -hmm. is it that much of a downer if he doesn't? I mean, the the team obviously Uh, can figure it out. I know you you want him. You're definitely confident, more confident with him. But if he doesn't play, is it more of just an indifferent feeling? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I, I mean, I suppose you're at that point now, right? right? Like you've gotten to the playoff. He's only played in six games this year, so you you've gotten to the point now where you're you're you know you're able to win. The problem I, I'll say with that, Tommy, is that uh, these guys have been banged up a lot. Jaden Reed missed a couple, of, you know, a couple of games a couple of weeks ago. Dontavian Wicks has been in and out. Romeo Dobbs left and after the first drive against the Bears with a chest injury, he he should be good to go, but. If one or two of those guys get, you know, nicked up during the game, well, then you're really, I mean, you're down to, you know, bare bones again. So uh, it, it helps with the rotation as far as, you know, you know who's in, who's out. And look, Christian Watson is one of the most dynamic receivers in football when he's on the field, right? Like he, you know, blew up against the Cowboys. That was his coming out game last year mm-hmm. when he had three touchdowns. Um, he just adds a different element to this offense, and he adds a different element for the defense to have to defend. People are going to have to know where he's at. They're going to have to shade him with a safety. They're not going to single coverage Christian Watson. So it frees up so much else uh, on the football field, and, and especially for uh, within the run game too. I mean, he's a he's a plus plus blocker in the run game, and he can do he can run the ball. I mean, they, you've seen the jet sweeps. He's had a few touchdowns uh, last year with it. So he's a guy where like, yeah, you you know, if he doesn't play. Uh, you're not totally. It doesn't ruin your day, but you're a guy where if he doesn't play, you're like, man. Be nice to get him for just you know this. You got to have everything against this Cowboys team because I mean they're you're you're facing in my opinion probably the second best team in the National Football League behind the behind the Niners. I know the, everybody loves the Baltimore Ravens, but I'm not sold on them. Uh, the Cowboys just kind of do everything really good. So I mean you want to get you want all your best players out there. Jair Alexander is another name. Uh, Brian on that injury list, he had a, mm-hmm. a quote unquote freak accident at practice where he rolled his ankle. Uh, he did not practice today. He was not in a boot, and he wasn't limping. So he's another one where they're probably going to test out uh, on game day uh, come Sunday uh, morning, Sunday afternoon, to see if he can play. That would probably be the biggest loss, in my opinion. You know, you could, like Tommy said, you could probably live without Christian Watson. I'm not so sure you could live without Jair Alexander against CeeDee Lamb. I'm not taking anything away from, uh, you know, Valentine or sure. Carrington Valentine, but – I mean, C.D. Lamb is maybe the top three receiver in the National Football League. Jared Alexander is the highest-paid cornerback. <laughs> you want your guy out there. Um, but those are the two, like, main injuries. Elton Jenkins did not practice, but uh, I wouldn't put anything behind that. He didn't practice much at all last week. Uh, so I wouldn't worry about Elton Jenkins. And A.J. Dillon was another one who, uh, who was ruled as doubtful. So he probably will not be playing um, Sunday. But, you know, he's another one where, you, you know, that's fine. For me, I can live with that one because Aaron Jones absolutely destroys the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he is he is the X factor, I think, on offense for the Green Bay Packers this week. What about what adjustments do you think the uh, offensive line is going to make against Micah Parsons? This guy's a beast, and he can rush 
from yeah. pretty much anywhere up and down the line. So yep. what are the, how are they going to stop him? Uh, I think the big thing is there, there's two things, uh, you know, that I would do just off of watching a couple of their games, you know, throughout the course of the season where teams were successful against him. Now, when I say what I would do, keep in mind, I am the morning sports anchor at WTMJ and not an offensive coordinator. But if it were me, I would run the ball directly at him. He doesn't like to defend the run. Uh, you got to be physical with him, obviously. He, you run the ball. San Francisco ran at him. And, Brian, it, it almost completely eliminated him from the game. I mean, he, he, he was almost a non-factor in the game. So running the ball directly at him. And number two, it's just the ball's got to get out quick. If you're in, if you're in a third and medium, third and long, and, and they know you're going to pass, it's just got to be quick. You know, it's, it's got to be quick. you got to run. It's obviously going to be something for Jordan Love to identify where he is at all times. Um, it's a little bit different. When they played the Lions, um, they threw an extra tight end on Aiden Hutchinson, which uh, during the Thanksgiving game, which pretty much eliminated him from the game. But you can't, like you said, you can't do that with Micah because he can rush from the middle, right. the outside. You know, it doesn't really matter. So you know, for him, it's he's gonna he's one of those players where he's so dynamic. He's gonna he's gonna be a factor no matter what you do. I mean, you just try to minimize it a little bit and don't let him dictate how the game goes. Now, today you posted, as you do, you can read about read Brandon's stuff on WTMJ.com all the time. Uh, and you don't have to blow the whole thing because I want people to go and read it on the website. But you gave three reasons. You are confident in the Packers' ability to take this game on Sunday. Do you want to disclose at least one of those reasons? Yeah, the Green Bay Packers are winning uh, on Sunday. I, I am confident. And, you know, not because, well, all of a sudden I wasn't confident. Now they beat the Bears, so I am confident. Uh, you're just it's a, a team with nothing to lose, Brian, is a very dangerous team. Very dangerous team. This team has nothing to lose. Now, they'll tell you, yeah, we're Super Bowl or, or bust. Or, you know, this team's happy to be where they're at, and they know that. I think that throughout the course of the season with all of the injuries, you're playing all these types of rookies, you're the youngest roster, you're first-year starting quarterback. Um, so they – they don't know any better, right? So, like, that's a dangerous <laughs> team. If I'm a cow, and you don't have to look far, you can look at, you know, go on. I have friends that are Cowboys fans. They're like, man, I'm kind of nervous about this one. You know, that's what they're telling me. Uh, yeah. Because they don't have anything to lose. And you have one of the main reasons is two players, Aaron Jones and Jordan Love. Jordan Love is the hottest quarterback in the National Football League. That's, that's not hype, you know, me being dramatic. He is the hottest quarterback in football he was pff's number one rated quarterback since week 12 and number two aaron jones 370 yards and six touchdowns in three games against the dallas cowboys and the game is in dallas which is almost a blessing this weekend because they average more yards and they average more points on turf than they do on real grass so we're playing at dallas is almost playing into the strength of Jordan Love and Aaron Jones, two of the main reasons I think the Packers win on Sunday. All right. You want to, uh, you going to give a score, or are you just going to say the Packers are going to win? Oh, of course I'll give a score. I got 34, so we're going to have a field goal enough in there. My guy Anders Carlson is going to come through. Uh, he's going to get us a field goal. So oh, I got 34-28. No. 34-28. The Packers moving on. I don't know who they'll play in round two. At this point, it might not matter. They might go all the way. 
Wow. That, wow. All right. Tommy, I heard you muttering. No, I'm not. No I'm definitely not as confident, especially if it comes down to a field goal. But Well, yeah, uh, let's, no. let's leave the field, field goal out of it. No, no, I, I, I am not. 28 It's a six-point game. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy, you got to believe. You don't I, believe in love? I, you know, no, I, I, do, <laughs> I do believe in love. I do believe Thank in you, love. Thank you, Huey Lewis. Yes, I, I do. I, um, I'm just more I'm more concerned about I, – I think personally it would be a victory if we score 30 and we still lose because then I think we won't have a defensive coordinator next year, and that would be just as fine with me. If they look good, I'm okay with it. If the offense isn't the reason why they lose, I think it's a victory regardless. Right. Seven seed well, is never I'll tell won. You this. I'll t- go look at the Cowboys' home. They're undefeated at home this year. Go look at their home opponents. And, they're undefeated at home last year too. And they lost. Okay, it's possible. All right, Packers got it. I'm scared. All right. Well, Brandon, we always <laughs> appreciate you being here, and we will talk. One way or another, I we will talk next week to either wrap things up and look ahead sure. or to celebrate the next round of the playoffs. Brandon Snide, you can hear him anchoring sports every morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. You can read all his thoughts on WTMJ.com. And thankfully, you can hear him here all season talking to us. Have a great weekend, Brandon. Get those kids out. Get the, uh, get the snow off the driveway. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, guys. Thank you. Go Pack. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, we are uh, running a little bit late. Let's take a quick break, then it'll be news time on WTMJ Nights. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights, here until 9 tonight. Yes, siree. Uh, the text question of the night on the WTMJ Talk Text Line is 855-616-1620. The question is, did your kids have a snow day or an e-learning day? How did it go? Um, and uh, one text said, e-learning went very well. Kids were given homework to work on. They could log off to work on it. It's due at the end of the day. The teachers stayed to help uh, help with the homework. Many kids took advantage of the teachers staying in the meeting to get extra help. This uh, texter is a teacher. I also had kids do presentations and interviews. It was time well spent. And another text, one of the sparks to get our school to do one uh, with do the technology was our English department getting a Cole grant in 2015. We were the guinea pigs. Rest in peace, Mr. Cole. Yes, and his, uh, his memorial service was today, despite the weather. Um, if you're texting in, be, uh, be patient because we're... <laughs> I'm not we. I'm having a little trouble. Have you ever, Tommy? Have you ever had a a, a like this? The frame for the text line has now expanded to the point where it's overtaking two monitors. Oh, for me, in order for me to see the actual text, I have to have it going over two monitors, and it won't. You know, it doesn't shrink down. You know, it it won't minimize. But uh, yeah, so it's it's a little crazy. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I have not. I have not done that yet. Um, it's like it's it is like only on a one. Uh, it's only a one monitor setup for me. So, Tommy, listen. I've I. It looks like I'm in a submarine here. Yeah. I've got uh, I've got monitors. I've got laptops going. I've got a desktop going. I got the mixer going. Yeah. I've got my well, Stanley Cup filled with Coke Classic <laughs> sitting on. The- <laughs> yes, keeping it cold all 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 night. All right. Hey, here's an update. I know we mocked the Stanley Cup. And again, if you didn't hear last week, I didn't go out and buy it. It was a gift from my nieces. So I'm using it. Uh, I took the cup downstairs last week after the show. 
Saturday afternoon, and I set it on the sink and I left it there because I'm lazy and it was after 9 o'clock. Uh, Saturday afternoon, my wife went to wash the cup. The ice was still in the oh, cup. Oh, wow. That's right. Jeez. I'm not a paid spokesman for Stanley. Might as well I don't be. know if you want to recycle your ice, but this is this is a fact. <laughs> We're going to start recycling ice now, thanks to Stanley. Listen, we got to save money mm -hmm. on ice. I said to I, it's going to be sub-zero tomorrow. Yeah. I said, I have to leave the house. And my wife said, why? Because we need a bag of ice. You know, Brian, I technically, to, to, yeah. oh, go, go ahead, finish your no, Stanley no, no. take. Because I, I was going to change it up and give you an opinion on these uh, you know, on on the school days with all this. Yeah, thing. give me an opinion because I know you're you're from a time as I am too when snow days were the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, I am definitely adopting a curmudgeonly salty jealous take <laughs> against how they cancel school now. It is, I, I am not a fan of school. I, I am not. I was not. I didn't enjoy it, but I rarely miss school. I was a okay. never a perfect attendance kid, but I was going easily 175 days a year of the 180 that you usually have, right? And I, I like okay. I said, it was probably a miss a two day thing or what whatnot. I never, 100 percent, never had school canceled the day before school. That never happened to me. It was. You wake up when you think there's a chance, you, you set an alarm a little bit earlier, you go turn on your favorite local news show, and you look at the bottom, and you read every other, and you turn it on, and of course, your school was the letter before, so you got to wait the entire time to make sure that your school district pops up, and then you start doing the alphabet in your head, because you're like, wait, <laughs> did I miss it? And it mine? never canceled. I, we never. I 100% we had more cold day closures. So the wind chills made us close sure. more than snow. And we are now with the adoption of online school and online learning. E-learning, Tommy. That's the terminology. E-learning. You get your butt up and log on to that computer and you go to school, darn it. I mean, I that is the nicest way I can put it on the radio, too. But <laughs> I love that we have uh, basically changed generations. Oh tonight. my gosh. I am you so. You want me to annoyed. get off your lawn, too, Tommy? I am screaming at these winter clouds as we speak <laughs> because it is ridiculous the, the ease it is. And it seemed like back when I was going to school that teachers were, you know, okay, a snow day happens, cool, whatnot, but we really don't, like, care or anything. Now it's, you know, teachers rooting for it, and... I'm going to break the news to you, Tommy. As uh, someone who grew up with parents in education, they always wanted a snow day. I guess, right? But Always. It, it makes Everybody sense. likes a paid day off. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense, too. But... I still think that it has been a much more liberalized take uh, on how they now are just canceling school all the time, all the time, and it's they're not going to make it up at the end. They always say they're going to make saying, it up at the end. They're not. Are you going saying to. these kids are soft, Tommy? That you used to walk uphill both ways in the snow? No, but I used to drive very slow and get to school. That's for sure. In a nice heated car that I had to go. I was. 
eight years old and my mom's yelling at me to go start the car, all right? Sure. And you go turn it on. I don't want to be out there any longer than I need to because I'm going to go back to bed. You go turn it on, then drive bed. down and give me a pack of smokes and right. a six-pack of bud. I mean, I, I got it. I am. I, I know it, it is aging me so much. and I feel younger by the second. The more you're talking, uh, I feel spry. It, and 100% the irritation <laughs> comes from this never happened to me. And I am jealous. I am very jealous. But yes. you know, today was my my sister's birthday, and Ooh, happy birthday! She she turned thirteen today. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a big I, one. Uh, it made me. That also sounded really old on my yeah. part coming out of my mouth. But she didn't go to school, and she was like, "Yeah, that's awesome. I don't have to go to school on my birthday." Like, didn't you like going to school on your birthday? Like, go, go to school. Go to school, kids. This is again. I. I feel like I'm just going to be a broken record if I keep talking I don't know, about but it. But I, I, I'm confused a little bit by your argument. You're saying go to school, but then you're also, you're also uh, sound upset that they have to do e-learning. So they're still doing school even though they're not at school. I, I, you're just upset about everything. I think that with e-learning, it should eliminate the snow day completely. You should not have to do nothing. But also I think go to school. It do, You don't need – like the e-learning <laughs> – is not the same, obviously. You can just not throw the camera on or whatever. We all were in that time period together, right? I mean, yeah. I'm just saying right now the you should just you should go to school and it should not be okay, let's just not go to school today. Because it used to be I mean the the day they canceled what, Wednesday, Tuesday up here? I can't remember what Tuesday, day it was. Yeah. Uh I have Yeah, they canceled Tuesday. Uh, I have then, an, a hilarious picture of you being able to see my grass still in the front yard, and they canceled school. And then, you know, well, at 3 o'clock, it starts coming down a little bit, and then the argument is, well, we got to think about pickup, too. You never took that into consideration when I was going to school. It was, Tommy. you get here, and if you're late, it's okay, but don't be more than 10 minutes late, because then we're going to make you tardy. Grandpa Warts, can I... Can I- Say something to you. Please take this platform away from me. Please, yes. Things change, old man. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I was in school. We went to school all the time. In the blizzard of 79. You want to talk about being That that famous 79 blizzard. No, it was. The entire city of Chicago was shut down. Everything. Every school except my high school. My parents, who were off school that day because they worked for the Chicago public schools, my dad drove me to the train put me on the train because I went to school in the city. We lived in the south suburbs. I went. The buses weren't working. I had to walk from the train all the way back and forth to school because we didn't cancel. So I understand. Now, would I have sent my daughter if it was the same situation? Absolutely not. It was crazy because we got to school. 90% of the kids weren't there because their parents were smart. I'm the only one trekking like Nanook of the North through the closed streets of downtown Chicago to get to a a school where nobody was. Um, So it's okay. I think now they make it easier for not only the students, and obviously when it's going to be windshields, you do have to take into into account kids waiting for the school bus. If the roads are going to be bad, are the buses going to make it? Are the bus drivers even going to be able to get into work? So there's a lot that goes into making these decisions. And I think the fact that the districts, because of e-learning and not having to add days on to the end of the year, will be a little more 
eager to pull the trigger and say, all right, listen, the like the forecast for today, you know, the Milwaukee schools closed because the forecast for this morning was bad. And it was, they were right. It was really bad this morning. You got up very early. You know how bad it was. Yes. Imagine if you're a, a you know, a second grader standing on the corner waiting for your school mm. bus. Awful. And I know they should toughen up like you, Tommy. Well, but, you know uh, what? You know. I, the only difference is I, I drove into work today. I still did it. Twice, in fact. Yeah, because you're a grown man. I get it, but the, it's still. <laughs> still. Listen, not every eight-year-old has a driver's license like you do. Every, not every eight-year-old is is running down to the quick trip to pick up a cart to Marlboro's before he goes off to school. It is. Uh, that's, it is that's just you. you I'm, know? I'm just concerned. That's it. Just concerned. I don't understand the concern, though. Because then people are going to think that when I have a job and it's all good, I'm going to not come into work because it's snowing. No, I don't think that's I don't think that's true at all. I know if school had been open, uh, like I I was, I wasn't going to school today because I was doing the uh, noon to three show. Right. Um, but the teachers were all ready to go to school if it had opened. The district canceled school last night. It turned out it turned out wonderfully because a lot of the teachers, one, are parents, um, and I know it's hard for parents if if school gets canceled. At least at least if school is canceled the night before, parents who need to find alternate care for their kids yeah. have a little more time than finding out at seven o'clock. Oh my God, the kids don't have school. I didn't. I don't have a babysitter i still have to go to work what am i going to do i wish they were uh you know eight and could drive uh, me to work and drop me <laughs> off and keep the car but they're not this is unbelievable it's very sad so i don't have a problem with it and also listen the e-learning days are tough for everybody yes um but like all right so today i was uh, i'm on a text chain with some teachers and so 8 30 the kids log in they, the teacher gives them, the, talks to them, takes attendance, gives them the lessons, and then the kids have the work that they can do on their own. They log off of the Zoom call, the teacher stays on, and they're available for, for any help, kind of like our texter said. And then it then the kids, so the kids are still getting that old school snow day with a little time to kill, but then they're also doing their schoolwork. They don't have to go extra days. I don't, uh, boy, I, I think maybe you're hangry, Tommy. I think maybe you're sleep deprived or a little bit hungry. No, I, I actually am very open about this take all the time because the shift just happened, right? It's like the same, it's you're the same mad. anger it I have. It would be like me going, oh man, kids now have color TVs. I didn't have a color it's TV when I was a kid. same anger I have. I was just going to make it a reference of how popular AI got when I graduated college. I was like, oh, great. I could have had that like the entire time. That would have been awesome. But no, I did the work. <laughs> Again, it it's dumb. I understand right. it ages me. It's just... You're sounded old. I, I didn't think it was ever going to be possible for you to sound older stomach. and crankier than me. Yes. I can feel it. It burns in my, my lower <laughs> abdomen. I can feel it. It just releases every time an issue like this comes up. You know who else is going to be angry? All the salespeople who sold the spots that we need to get to right now on WTMJ Nights. The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. 
Yeah. Butter pecan coffee at Dunkin'. That was Dunkin pretty donuts, good. Donuts, you mean? Uh, yes. And I was shocked by the bill. Shout out Culver's. Yeah. Shout I've heard very good things about their fish fried. I'm going to go to Panera. I'm going to get a bagel sandwich. Doritos and Papa John's are teaming up. Anything that says ranch. That's why I barely watch a Western about cattle drives. Uh, because of you guys, I had to analyze the hamburger. <laughs> we eat fast food quite a lot. We talk about it even more. Let's visit the WTMJ Night drive through window one more time. With Brian Friday night, everybody's hungry. Time to open up the drive through window and see what's happening in the world of fast food. A number of uh, number of stories this week. I'm always uh, always excited when there's a big week in the fast food world. Tommy, I don't know where to start. I'm trying to think of a chain we haven't done uh, in a while. And I have story. I have stories about Popeyes, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's. Well, where would you like to start? I, I think we're gonna have the same McDonald's story. Which one you got for McDonald's? It's a new menu item. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it is it a is it a, an item that had been released say in 2020. Um, I don't know if it was, but it's an item that already exists that they are going to uh, bolster up a little bit. Yeah, let's get into it. It's the Double Big Mac, isn't it? It is the Double Big Mac. The new patty, or the new sandwich will have four patties on it, and I don't have the confidence to order this, I think, Brian. I cannot wait to order it. Okay. I don't, I have every, I have maybe two Big Macs a year. Not because I don't like McDonald's, um, because I do. It's just every once in a while I get a I get a taste for a Big Mac. It's the sauce. I get a taste for that sauce, yeah. and I gotta have a Big Mac. Well, and you know I the cheat code Big with Ma that is you just order the sauce on a cheeseburger. Well, I've been what I've been doing lately is the McDouble bundle. It's like three fifty nine, and you get the double cheeseburger and a small fry. Yeah, and it's cheap. And it's you know, and it's easy to eat while you're driving. That's the problem with a Big Mac. You can't really eat it while you're driving. No. But now with this double Big Mac, and the, you know, we talked we talked at length about the new burgers and the new buns and the cheese melting better. Uh, I don't. Why well, I'm I'm shocked actually that you're hesitant about ordering the double Big Mac. It just seems like a really big toll on my cholesterol in a five-minute window right there. I mean, look, don't yeah, get me wrong. patties are small. Yeah, but I just, you know it's going to just be a thousand-calorie sandwich easily. All right. I, I'm sorry. I forgot the 2024 was the year that Tommy, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, became I, a fitness nut. I, that's not necessarily. How much, does it have the price listed here on what they're no, going to charge it, for um, this? No, but they're saying that uh, McDonald's is McDonald's is understanding that, that people are uh, looking it's to it. They're they're looking for bigger burgers, but they're looking to save money. And um, the fact that McDonald's prices have gone up have has become, and we've talked about this a lot. How man, it costs this much to get a happy meal or a, you know a combo meal at McDonald's. So they're cognizant of this. So. Um, 
He says the coming burger, uh, this is the CEO, shouldn't break the bank. We think we're going to be able to deliver a great tasting larger burger at a superior value to what customers can get anywhere else. So I don't know what a, I don't know what a Big Mac costs now. Mm, I, I mean, I guess I don't either. It's got to be oh, like six, seven bucks, right? I don't know. I don't know uh, to buy an a la carte Big Mac. I've yeah. never done it. I do have a. Uh, we have someone on the line here who wants to comment on the double Big Mac. Uh, should we bring him in? Sure. Who could it be? I wonder. All right. We got Andrew in Sussex right here. Andrew in Sussex, you're on the line. Hey, Andrew. Thank you. How is it going? So instead of doing just a double Big Mac, order a Big Mac with quarter pounder patties on it. Can you do that? The better patty too. Well, it's a better it's a better patty. But the, is that like a secret menu, or is this like an in and out kind of a situation? I I don't know. I heard about it. I I did it once, and it was a lot better than the normal Big Mac patties. Hmm. All right. Well, hmm. Andrew, thank you for the tip. Appreciate it. I don't know. I I would be. I wonder what the upcharge is then. Yeah, does it equal out there? How Do much is a Whopper now? I mean, is a, isn't a Whopper like eight bucks by itself? <sighs> I, I feel know. like this sandwich is going to be creeping into the eight nine dollar range. That's too much. That's too much for a McDonald's. Hey, listen, that's too much for a Burger King sandwich too. It's too much for any fast food sandwich. But I mean, and if you're gonna now, add- who's going to sign? Now we'll, I'll take back the old man crown if I can, Tommy. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you something else. Big bags should cost two fifty tops. That's D- it. If the sandwich costs six dollars, you think throwing two patties on it isn't it going to be a dollar a patty? Maybe they just make it a dollar more. Okay. I don't know. You know I'm, I'm worried $2 about two dollars more. Seems a lot for those little patties. Yeah, but even a single even a single burger is, I don't know, almost a couple bucks. Right. I mean, there it's like three dollars for a double cheeseburger already. This is ridiculous. I know. Or better days well, we used to live. See, in. now I was all I was all jazzed up. I like the I'm jazzed up in theory. In reality, will I ever will I ever order a double Big Mac? Who knows? There might be a night that I'm coming home and it's late and I get a wild hair and I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it. Or maybe I'm off one day from school and I'm feeling happy-go-lucky, and I want to—I want to just, like you said, I want to push that cholesterol a little bit. I want to see what <laughs> happens. Test the limits. See what yeah, what we can do. If, right? If I'm going out, it's going to be with sauce on my shirt. I don't care. Let's do it. I I do have a, another small thing with McDonald's um, yes. on a global menu uh, information. Ooh. So. Uh, have you ever been to the Global Menu McDonald's in Chicago? I have not. So I don't know exactly the details of it, but uh, there is a, I believe McDonald's has a headquarters in Chicago, right? Yes. So they underneath that, they have a Global Menu restaurant. So they, when I originally heard about this place, I don't know, for the first time years ago, maybe, uh, I, it was you could get anything that is offered at any McDonald's in the entire world. That's what I had heard, right? Well, I'm here to crush that rumor in case you heard that as well. It is not that. But they do offer uh, seasonal, I guess, maybe, or monthly menu options, which they do offer international McDonald's items. So they okay. have... This has now been, uh, they're going to change it up on February 12th. So you got a month left to try 
any of these things. It's lasted since November 28th, so that's about the range that they're going with. It's a two-and-a-half-month period. But uh, I have some of these items, and I, I guess we'll we'll bounce them off of each other on which ones yeah, sound the best here. Uh, so, first of all, they have a beef entree that's under this one. Uh, it is a barbecue bacon stack. This is served in the United Kingdom. Uh, the sandwich is... Uh, two juicy beef patties, two slices of pepper jack cheese, and four strips of bacon uh, to start off with the tasty entree. They have Roma tomatoes, shredded lettuce, uh, onions, and creamy barbecue sauce on the topping. It is the barbecue bacon stack. That sounds delicious. Like that I would try. I'm going to pass, and here's why, and this is a weird distinction that I make. I love barbecue sauce on pork. I detest barbecue sauce on hamburger. Wow. Okay. I don't know why. I know I like bar- some people who swear sauce. by it. Like that's what they prefer on their burgers. Really? Yes. Yeah, I can't uh, I can't do it. The, I, the next one I have here from Japan, uh this is the Ebi filet o burger, uh which oh. um I'm reading into this. It is a seafood sandwich, uh, so I don't think that it's strictly one fish. I think they mix a couple in there. Um, they okay. they uh, it looks basically like a fillet of fish, but it's also got some veggies on the top, and it looks like there might be a sauce, but it's not labeled in there. This is a Japan. Uh, entree item that they offer, which I know when I first heard about the global menu, the shrimp burger was a Jap uh, was a Japan item that they. Wow, that sounds all right. Well, basically, it looked like a fish patty, but it was made of shrimp instead of fish for the filet fish. I like that. Yes, so uh, that's that's the one from Japan. They have one other burger there now, um, but it is a chicken Big Mac, uh, and right now the flag that they're showing. By the way, I'm showing off how well I know flags. That's yeah, how I know what country it is. Uh, the flag they're showing is just the world. So maybe every other place has this other than America. <laughs> the chicken Big Mac is exactly what it sounds like. Instead of the beef patties, it's chicken sandwich patties. Huh. Yeah. So you get two of those. You got a bun in the middle still. And you get the mac sauce on a chicken sandwich. Oh, so everything else is the same except it's chicken patty. Yes, I'd try. I'd give that a try. Yeah, it it looks pretty massive as well, but you know the picture is always deceitful, right? right. And uh, uh, but those that's the entrees. Now they have snacks and sweets still. They have winter fries, which is France. Um, that is winter fries. It basically looks like wedges more. Oh, okay. But they're not... Thicker taters. Yeah, they're thicker, right. They're like the home fry thickness with the length of fries, if you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I thought we used to have this, but in Korea, they have the salted caramel McFlurry with Oreo. Looks very tasty. Uh, As well as they offer a salted caramel dipped cone. So you know the chocolate dipped cones? They do that with a caramel. Everything is sounding delicious. Yes, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> as well as they have uh, baked goods still around the world, which I don't believe they have that anymore. The McBakery, right? They got rid of that no, here? No, they got rid of all we that. We did that story, I'm pretty sure, yes. Yeah. Uh, McPops from Spain. 
which is looks like a jelly-filled donut, but instead you can get chocolate, Nutella, or Biscoff inside, Ooh. like a cookie butter. Ooh, yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. And mini donuts, similar things. Uh, those are offered in Spain and Canada, those things. Lovely. So if you got, oh, you got till February 12th to get to Chicago to try any of those, and I think the menu then changes... Uh, and it'll be new items that they offer across the globe. You can only imagine what will, come, uh, what will come in March. Yeah, I know. This is uh, just a taste of the rest of the world of McDonald's. Very nice. All right, we've got a couple more stories from a couple different chains. We'll get to those as the, di- the dive-through. The drive-through window continues on WTFJ night. Low, and the trumpets, they go. Woo-woo. Yeah, we go woo-woo when we're talking about fast food. Uh, all right, here's... This uh, on a on a night when the temperatures are going to dip to sub zero in the next couple days, what better thing to talk about than a frosty? Oh, big news out of Wendy's! The vanilla frosty is returning. If you are a vanilla frosty fan, oh my goodness! Not only are the vanilla frosties returning, but you could get a free junior frosty every day in 2024. Uh, the vanilla frosty was first introduced in 2006, then has been on and off. Uh, Wendy's, you know, always the chocolate. Chocolate was how the Frosty began. Yeah. Yeah. I I like a Frosty. Haven't had one in ages. I was just going to say that I think it's one of the more underrated ice creams you can get in a fast food place. I love Frosties. Frosties are great. I'm not a, let's dip your fries in the Frosty. No, I'm not crazy. No, no, no I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't need to. I, sp- I hear you're supposed to do that if you want school canceled the next day. Oh my goodness. No, sorry, sorry. That was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. Come on now. (laughs) It sounds like it could have been. It sounds like it. Maybe. Um, So they didn't have the vanilla frosty for much of 2023 because they were doing their holiday seasonal frosty flavors. Yeah, like the pumpkin uh, spice, right? uh, They did have a pumpkin spice. They had Mm -hmm. strawberry. They had peppermint. Now, peppermint, I would have gotten. I you know what I don't I sleep on Wendy's I don't go to Wendy's it's it's very good it is very good every time I go I've never been disappointed I just don't think about it maybe because there's not one there's not one right near me they also stay open a little bit later than some fast food places but not as late as like your McDonald's and Taco Bell's do yeah see that's a problem right but they're open till about midnight usually all right, I should I shouldn't be eating after midnight. Uh, the oh, see somebody chiming in. The vanilla is back, but my favorite, the peppermint one, is now gone. Mm. Yeah, it's just seasonal. That's how I feel when uh, when the peppermint mochas are gone. I guess I didn't realize away. the vanilla wasn't always an option either. I thought that no. that just stayed around year round. You would think that would be the base for the right. strawberry, the pumpkin spice, and the peppermint. Yeah, but you no. just get a third one in there instead of taking away no. vanilla. To sorry, man. Yeah, all right. No, vanilla's there. Vanilla's there. And if you want to get one, you can get a free Junior Frosty every day with any purchase. All you need to do is spend $3. That's right. Get a Frosty key tag for 3 bucks. They're available until Valentine's Day. You can do it in uh, person and get like a little one that'll hang on your car keys. Or you can get a virtual tag on the app. And then anytime you buy something, you can get your free Frosty. Only cost you three bucks, so that's not bad. That's not bad. No, that's a pretty. No, because a, a little promotion. frosty costs two thirty nine. So you buy two, you're already ahead of the game. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I probably shouldn't buy one, but now I might. Well, it, it goes to uh, the Dave Thomas Charities. Isn't that nice? Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right, they also have a burger that sounds uh, phenomenal, which I have never had the original Baconator, but now the Pretzel Baconator is uh, is coming. You talk about the Double Big Mac giving you that uh, that clogger, Tommy. Yeah, this one is going to be. Yeah, rough. that's an artery stuffer for sure. This one. Now this one is this one. They have the price nine twenty nine. Mm, see now I'm that it's Double Big high. Mac. It's going to be cheap. It's going to be eight bucks. It's going to be eight bucks. See, but this sounds this sounds. It's got a pretzel bun, which I'm down with, Great. half a pound of ground beef, American cheese, and six strips of applewood smoked bacon. Wow. Yeah. That's just about enough bacon. Yeah, that's a lot. And you know they upcharge bacon a lot at restaurants. Just in general, not fast food. I mean, you get bacon on anything anywhere. It's, okay, there's two bucks on your sandwich. Yeah, a couple bucks. Yeah. Um, somebody somebody uh, not into the deal for the... Uh, for the free frosty from the 262, it's a bad deal. You can't combine that offer with anything else in every day. Uh, the other app offers are worth much better discount. But no, this says you can use it, you can combine it with anything. If you make any purchase, if you make any purchase, you then get the uh, you can get the uh, the free frosty. Yeah, and they're not going right, to let you do... use other coupons with it or anything. No, obviously. you can't use yeah. other coupons, but you know, come on, greedy. You're already getting a free, free little frosty. Yeah. I know, talking to Brandon, uh, Brandon's very confident that the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but if you want to hedge your bets, you may want to start rooting for any team that has a bird in their or a winged creature in their as their mascot. Why? Because Popeyes is going to give away free wings if the Ra- Ravens, Eagles, or the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl. And I know you're saying, Brian, you idiot, Buffaloes don't have wings. But where, do wing, where did wings originate? Buffalo. That's why they added it in. Mm. So if one of those teams wins the Super Bowl, they are going to be uh, giving away six-piece order of wings. It's only going to be available for two days after the Super Bowl uh, on February 13th. It's also Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday. Woohoo! It's not terrible so odds. Good teams too to have. Yeah, good teams. So you'd get uh, you'd get that. It goes along with their launch of five new flavors of wings or five flavors of wings: ghost pepper, sweet and spicy, honey barbecue, roasted garlic parmesan, and signature hot. They start at five ninety nine for a six piece order. How spicy okay. do you like your chicken wings? Uh like if you're getting spicy. if you're seeing the color scale, what colors are you? Falling near you. I'm not all the way at the top. I'm a couple down. Like in the um, orange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't go. I don't. I don't want. Uh, I don't want it to be uncomfortable. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm not getting inferno or anything. Right. Yeah, I just uh, you know the original hot is usually good. Like a mango habanero, I'll try because that you get the nice sweet and hot combination. Yeah, that's there, why I like so. the the Asian chili sauces that they always yeah. put. You know, those are the ones I like. Yeah, those kind of I, I I don't mind it getting getting hot or being hot like a you know original wing sauce is hot, but um, yeah I know some people just it, it I've tried the really hot ones and it's never fun. No, I I wouldn't even do that. I don't enjoy them, not at all. All right, there it is. Slam the window, Tommy. The drive-through window is closed. Uh, we're gonna come back and when we do, we're gonna talk about. 
the most impactful television moments that you have witnessed on your TV. It doesn't matter. Maybe you were there at the dawn of TV. So maybe it was Milton Berle. Uh, maybe it was the first TV broadcast ever. I don't know. Maybe it was something you watched last night. Could be that. We'll talk about all of that and more on WTMJ Nights. Oh, here we go. Just, uh, I'm grooving a little bit. It's Friday night. We're expecting huge snows. We're still under a winter storm warning until noon tomorrow. Uh, Wyatt was reporting on the roads being crazy. Are you going to just sleep at the station, Tommy, or are you going to try to brave the elements to make it home? No, I, I was offered a room if I wanted to oh, nice. stay at a hotel, but my, you know, my commute is 10 minutes when it's really nice out, so it might maybe adds five, and I take 794, which was not plowed great when I was coming in for this six o'clock shift today, but um, I'm hoping that that changed at night. If not, it's not, it adds on five minutes tops. See, that's, they need, you need to be in the building. I mentioned this uh, this morning that I did the shows from home today because the roads were supposed to be so bad in the blizzard and I didn't want, I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to try driving home after nine o'clock in what is happening now. Mm -hmm. And but I think if I it, the fact that I could do the show from home, they didn't offer me a room. Now would I? I would, you know, if I I'd take a room for a night, woo woo. But then you can't do anything. It's not like it's not like all right, I got a room now I can hang out and go out and do. No, you're yeah, you got I, the room because you can't drive, idiot. I don't That's have why. my stuff that I would rather be with. You know, I mean, no, right. no, there's no reason. But they did offer it to me, Sam, Wyatt. And Jess or Jack, maybe I think they yeah. sent it out to four of us because we're going to be here late tonight, or we got to be here early tomorrow. Well, that was that was nice of them. Look They've done that. that before. I've never taken it up, but they they do. Good Karma does a good job. They do offer that up always. That's good. That's well. That's good Karma right there. Good Karma. That, that is good Karma. Uh, you know this about me, Tommy. Everybody who's listened to the show knows how much I love television. It is my uh, it is my mistress. I could spend time with television nonstop. I just uh, I just enjoy it. I don't know what to tell you, but um, th- so the Emmys are coming up on Monday. Do you watch any of these award shows? Uh, no, I used to, but I haven't for a while. I do want to take a guess from an award show what would be on this list that you're going to uh, oh. propose. I have one guess for this, but it relates right. to now, an award you know show. these are not these are not award show moments. But it's just television moments in general. Most impactful television moments. Yeah, I still think I have a very strong guess. All right. Okay. Well, do you did you see this or you just guess? You're no. just guessing. No. It whenever I list. guess, I'm just a straight guesser. I don't look at any of this. I don't. No, cheat, no, no. Nothing. I mean, is this is this one that you've seen or one that you just are guessing is on the list? If I had to guess, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock has to be on this list. Uh no. Wow. In fact, it is not. That was not a. Oh no, I'm sorry. My apologies. It's number thirty-three. Oh, okay. It's well. It's kind of low. I would have thought that that would have been a little bit higher. I understand it's not old, but that still well, was a massive moment in television history. I feel like it is. It is uh, one of the seventy-five most impactful television moments, as brought to you by the Emmys. Uh, so yeah, it came in number thirty-three. So. There are all different kinds of impactful moments on this list, um, ranging from something like the one Tommy just said, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, to, well, here's, here's the number 75. This is the, uh, 
the last one on the list, and it's, you know, okay. Uh, it is from the 90s. It's the final Tonight Show when Bette Midler sings one more for my baby to say goodbye to Johnny Carson, and he <laughs> started to cry. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Um, so we're obviously we're not going to go through all 75, but I'd like to know from you at 855-616-1620 an impactful TV moment that you witnessed. So maybe maybe it was something that you watched as a kid. Maybe it was a historical event. Like I remember vividly, obviously, obviously 9-11, watching that on TV uh, was impactful in so many different ways. Watching the insurrection from January 6th, for me, very impactful. And when the Challenger exploded, those were big, big news stories that I witnessed only because we have television, and they all made a big impact on me. Um, maybe there's an episode that you remember that made you cry, and it stuck with you. I, I was very impacted by uh, a couple things. I was impacted by, and this, this tells you what kind of TV shows I watch. I watch a lot of crime dramas. So like the final scene in The Shield, when Vic Mackey hears the sirens and he realizes that even though he got away with everything, he's still being punished. That got me. Um, the final scene of NYPD Blue, when Sipowitz uh, is now in charge after all of the things that his character has gone through for those 11 seasons. That was, that was one for me as a drama part. Um, you know, I, I know on, on the list, like the top, I'll number 10, we, we could do the top 10, but, um, Saturday night live is number 10, the premiere episode. Mm. You know who hosted the premiere, Tommy? If I had to guess, I'd say Steve Martin. No, mm -hmm. that, would, that would be a good guess. George Carlin. Oh, okay. All right. George Carlin was the first host, and that is an impactful moment because it changed how uh, late-night comedy television was presented. It offered a look at an alternative style of comedy. It ushered in a new comedy that was not the suit-and-tie, you know, uh, Steve Allen kind of Tonight Show comedy from that day and age, so it brought in a whole new thing. And... Um, I do remember stumbling. I, I, I remember watching Saturday Night Live, but I didn't even know it was Saturday Night Live at the time. I was babysitting for my brothers, and they had all gone to bed, and my mom and dad weren't home yet, and I'm turning the channels. And back then, you couldn't just sit on the couch. Here I go again, Tommy. I'm gonna, here I go reclaiming the old man crowd. I was the remote. I had to get up and walk across, which is true. You did have to go up and you had to turn the knob, and then you had to stand there and mess with the antenna because every channel came in differently. Yeah. And, like, CBS was always fuzzy, and NBC I, had to do this. I was at the tail end of Bunny Ears. Were you really? Yeah, yeah. We were still – I mean, they definitely came out with the uh, box. or You know what I'm talking about, right? You had to get the box. Oh, like, like the little antenna box? Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. – yeah, it was – like it had the really small ones that was there, but like on top of it that you can move around and whatnot. Yep. But that was a big change, I remember. And for a father who had a tube television for the longest time, like that was <laughs> whoa. And then when the antenna changed to just the flat surface, oh my god, that broke him. That broke his mind. 
He was even, well, I, you know, we went from the bunny ears to the antenna on top of the house. Yeah. Which, that anybody who has ever put an antenna, an old TV antenna on top of the house, remembers the hilarity. And I say hilarity in hindsight. In the moment, it was not hilarious. But I remember my dad up on the roof and us downstairs with the TV and you're screaming back and forth. How's it now? It's fuzzy still. Okay, no, don't move it. It's fine. And then again, you change the channel and it was like, oh, now it's fuzzy again. Can dad just stay on the roof? That would be fine. <laughs> he just lived up there. And you get it right and then you... You're going down the shingles and you bump it and it's like, oh, yep. no, you ruined it again, right? Before yeah. it gets tight and the wind blows. Yeah. It's like, Son of a, oh, no. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I remember all of that. But to be, that's how I found Saturday Night Live, just flipping around as I'm sitting there, click, click. Oh, what's this? And I started laughing and I was like, well, I'm going to watch this. And I didn't even know, I didn't know what it was. Mm. But it was, man, it was great. Then the number nine moment was from the 80s. It was MTV. Oh, yeah, I could have guessed that, that was, I think. That was a big deal when MTV came on. And if you, if you had cable, which a lot of people didn't, but if you had cable, man, that was the cool place to be. You'd go, everybody went over to watch MTV. Now, this is an easy, this is probably the easiest trivia question in the history of trivia questions. Tommy, do you know the first video that oh, was played no. on MTV? Oh, gosh, I don't. <laughs> I, oh, my goodness. I, I'm, if I had multiple choice, I think I would get it. Uh, the first name that just off the top of my head pops off is like White Snake, but. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure White I know Snake this. Had some sweet video. Yeah, that's what I, I that's what I heard. Maybe most popular videos, White Snake. Uh, but God, I know this, and I I don't know it off the top of my head though. All right, I will tell you. It is video killed the radio star. Yeah, I knew that. Ah. By the Buggles. <sighs> video killed the radio star. I knew that. I did. Dang it. I I I figured you did. Um, it's it's an easy one. I know it because I was there. Not at MTV, but I, I was around. Somebody asked the 414, how about Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction that created a new explanation? Oh, yes, that is yeah. on the list. Number 61, Super Bowl 38. Yeah. Justin Timberlake, Timberlake accidentally, and I'll put accidentally in quotes, pulls off part of Janet Jackson's costume and her uh, her right breastgold fell out. Mm -hmm. That's that. So number nine was that. Uh, number eight is the final episode of MASH. The final episode of MASH, which was, uh, again, in the era of three major broadcast networks. And to say that everybody was watching Ma the final episode of MASH, I don't think is that much of an overstatement. I remember going to, uh, I was in college the last episode, and going to a big party. And normally, you know, if you go to a party for like a Super Bowl party or something, some people are watching TV, everybody else is goofing around. Not for this. Everybody was stone silent during mm. the show. And we were all jammed in this apartment watching it on like a 15, not a 15, but maybe an 18-inch, 21-inch TV. And we're silent during the show. And then we'd all talk during the... Uh, during the commercial. Do they have any streaming stuff on there or is it only... Uh, I television. think this is just 
broadcast. There's there's some cable things. Well, my um, my next one that I could remember in recency, uh, the Game of Thrones finale being up there. I felt like that was at a time where everyone was pretty much cooped up too, and they were right taking that. That was taken pretty seriously. I did see uh, some other finales that were on there as I looked because I did see Game of Thrones. The Seinfeld finale was on there. Yep. The Sopranos finale was on there. Um, no, the Red... Uh, is this the Red Wedding? Yes. The Red Wedding is on there okay. from Game of Thrones. That's at number 51. Mm. But I don't see the finale on there. That was hor- That finale was horrible. Oh, yeah. It was uh, like, we'll wait, be Winter a democracy. Is coming. No, that's yeah. the premiere episode. That's at number 64. So... All right. Well, I knew that would be up times. there a couple times. What, what are we at? Number seven now here? We are at number seven, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, duh. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, the, the episode where, in the 60s, it was episode 1065, Mr. Rogers invites Officer Clemens to share a wading pool with him on a hot day. Do you know why that was significant? Uh, I think so, but remind me. It's because Officer Clemens was African-American. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that- Mr. Rogers doesn't care what color anybody is. Mr. Rogers is just nice. And so it was a hot day, so he shared the the, the police officer took off, Officer Clemens took off his shoes and socks and stood in the wading pool with him. There you go. From the 262, I remember well, November 1980, uh, Walter Cronkite announced to the nation hours before the polls had all closed that Ronald Reagan was elected president. The first time I believe that exit polling was used on a presidential election to predict results. Um, My biggest nights... uh, Hmm. I'm not sure what James. I'm not sure what James is saying. The fugitive finale. Somebody from the four one four said that is on the list too. Um, that was that was a little before my time, but I remember my mom talking about that, watching the fugitive and people not wanting to go out that night because the fugitive was going to reveal who the one armed man was, and so they had to make sure that they were home in order to see who, in fact, the one-armed man was. Uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish the top ten. And if you want to jump in with your most impactful TV moment, please do so, 855-616-1620. It's WTMJ Nights. The Emmys are Monday, and in advance of that, the Emmys has released their list of the top 75 most impactful television moments of all times. We stopped at number seven. Uh, we haven't gone through all of them, but we're uh, jumping around. Just a quick one. I'm going to do one outside the top 10, and it's number 11. For uh, those of you of a certain age, it's from the 1950s. It's the Ed Sullivan Show, Elvis's first appearance mm. on the Ed Sullivan Show, where they would only shoot him from no the waist up. Yep. His uh, swiveling hips were channeling the devil. Nothing but and twisted they... steel and sex appeal, that oh, guy. Oh, man. Yep. El- Young Elvis, stop it. There mm-hmm. was nothing better. Top of the world. Nothing better. Uh, number six, from the 60s, and it's fitting because Monday, of course, is uh, MLK Day, Martin Luther King delivering his iconic I Have a Dream speech at the March on, March on Washington. Mm-hmm. Somebody mentioned Howard Cosell earlier in a text. Uh, Howard Cosell, or Walter Cronkite, or Walter Cronkite was mentioned earlier. Walter Cronkite comes in at number five when he announced the death of President Kennedy. 
I don't know if uh, you've seen that time. It's it's been rebroadcast thousands of times. Yeah, doesn't he take where, the glasses off in it? And, yes. Yeah, I've, he actually I know tears exactly. Up. I know exactly what the clip is. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, that somebody. I did throw in Howard Cosell. Somebody had said uh, watching Monday Night Football and Howard Cosell breaking in to say that John Lennon had been shot, and I remember that too. We were. I was doing homework. We were. We had the game on. And Howard Cosell came on and said that John Lennon had been shot. That was very impactful. Number four on the Emmys list, part one of Roots, the premiere episode where the newborn Kunta Kinte was held up by his father and shown the stars and the sky and the image of freedom and possibility. And he said, behold, the only thing greater than yourself. That was number four. Another Ed Sullivan moment. Tommy, you can guess what this one is. If Elvis was the other Ed Sullivan moment, who would be the next Ed Sullivan moment? Mm, the Beatles. Said, Girls in the U.S. crazy. Did I say it right? The Beatles? The Beatles. Okay. Yes. The Beatles. Yes. Again, I'm, I'm old, but I'm not that old, unfortunately. I missed out on the Beatles uh, on the Ed Sullivan show, but I, you know, all the, again, the nice thing is they saved a lot of these uh, clips and stuff, so you can see the hysteria not only in the audience, but from people at home. Uh, number two was live coverage of the World Trade Center attack, of course. Yeah. And number one, you want to take a guess at number one, Tommy? Most impactful television moments of all time. Uh, the air is tour. A it's a news. It's a news item. <laughs> okay, the news item. It's a news item. I don't know. Like the if I go into my life, then I I'm limited. Uh, All right, I'm gonna give you. I'll give you the decade. Yeah, the '60s. And it's not the Kennedy assassination, is it? Nope, we already got that. Is it? Is it any war coverage? It's a news item. I can't. Uh, if if I'm giving all you hints, I might as well just tell you. Oh my gosh, I. I have no, I have no words. I don't know. I Think don't know. higher. Look to the skies, Tommy. Oh, the space race. Well, close. The Apollo Eleven landing on the moon, okay. and yeah. Neil Armstrong proclaiming, "One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind." That is the number one most impactful TV moment according to the Emmys. The Emmys, of course, Monday night at seven. All right, our time is just about up. Uh, be careful tonight. The winter storm warning is still in effect. Roads are going to be hazardous. Winds are going to be picking up. There's going to be a lot of snow, and then temperatures are going to plummet. So I don't mean to sound like your uh, grandfather, tell you to make sure you wear a coat, but be careful. Make sure you have stuff in your car in case you're going to be on the roads. Tommy, I'm looking at you. Be careful. We don't want to uh, hear of any, uh, any misfortune. Tommy, thanks again for all your help tonight. Thank you for listening and being part of the program and texting in and all that other jazz. I will talk to you again next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay warm. News coming up after this on WTMJ.